Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Well, this power that went out of him not only healed these people of diseases, but it said it healed those people with these uh, unclean spirits. Said they were healed, doesn't it? Now then, that sounds very similar to language used in the New Testament in the Acts of the Apostles of uh, uh, Acts 19, 11, and 12. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. There again is people being healed of diseases and evil spirits just left them. Praise God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're glad you've joined us today as we start a three-week series featuring Kenneth E. Hagan's classic series, The Healing Anointing, Volume 2. Also, I'll be back after today's teaching to give you details about this month's special radio offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. Zechariah, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Now when he talks about might here and power, he's talking about human might. The margin says, Not by army, instead of might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Then another text that we use for this particular series of lessons is found in Isaiah, the 10th chapter, and the latter part of the 27th verse. And it says, And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And the yoke, that's the last statement of that 27th verse of the 10th chapter of Isaiah. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Well, we say it this way sometimes, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Or breaks the yoke. Uh, in this case, because this is healing school, well, we're talking about the yoke of sickness. And if you don't know the sickness is a yoke, well, you haven't been sick yet. Amen. Isn't that right? But it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Then in the fourth chapter, Luke, let's look again at this scripture. The Word of God said, because we learned something about ministering now under the anointing. How is the anointing going to break the yoke or destroy the yoke? Does it just move out here on its own? Well, no, very seldom if ever. Now notice. And Jesus returned, 14th verse, in the power of the Spirit. Now there when he talked to Zerubbabel, he was talking about the army and the power of that army. But, you know, there's a difference in the power of the Spirit and the power of humanity in mankind. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up far to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias, or that is Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me. Now notice again the word anointing in connection 
with the word spirit here. Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. To do what? Well, first to preach. And then you'll read a little further down in this verse, he says, to heal. So we'll just you look at that part because uh, that's what we're talking about in this class. The anointing to heal. He has anointed me to heal. Well, Acts 10.38 said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So then, you see, again, our text is correct. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. The other text is correct. The, the yoke shall be destroyed, the yoke of sickness, because of the anointing. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, we learn something about the anointing and how it operates, how to minister. For instance, from the fifth chapter of Mark's Gospel, and we read all these verses here, but we're going over them again, tie up a few loose ends and then go forward a little bit. Here is a story of a certain woman, Mark chapter 5, verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better but rather grew worse, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue, the King James translation said, the, the Greek says, that power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest a multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Then let's turn back again to Matthew's gospel and read a portion of scripture that we read. That is from the 14th chapter of Matthew's gospel. We'll read verse 34, verse 35, and verse 36. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all that country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased. Now notice verse 36. And besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. Wonder why they wanted to touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Now you see, though this doesn't say that power went out of him, yet it strongly infers that, doesn't it? Because we know what happened in the other place. 
Now, let's, let's turn back again to Luke's gospel, the sixth chapter, and read again scripture here. Luke chapter 6, verse 17. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Now notice the next verse. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue, or there went power out of him, and healed them all. Well, this power that went out of him not only healed these people of diseases, but it said it healed those people with these uh, unclean spirits. Said they were healed, doesn't it? Now then, that sounds very similar to language used in the New Testament in, in the Acts of the Apostles of uh, uh, Acts 19, 11, and 12. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. There again is people being healed of diseases, and evil spirits just left them. Praise God. Now, in studying these scriptures, you know, the Bible said, the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. We've given several scriptural references here. We learn something about this healing power. Now, first of all, one can be anointed with it. You can't anoint yourself. That's quite obvious. You can't anoint one another. Amen. It said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So he'll have to do it through Jesus, of course, who is the head of the church. Then secondly, this anointing is, our power is a heavenly materiality. It is a tangible substance. Now, like I said before, you understand this, that without any anointing, you can minister to people in faith. We've seen that happen here. Just teach the word of God and the people believe the word. We've had people that didn't even come up for hands to lay, be laid on them. More than one. Just, just incurable conditions. Not, not only incurable cancer, but other, there are other incurable conditions. Just sitting back there in the crowd. And they just believe the word that was preached, believe God. They didn't particularly feel anything, but just release their faith. And of course, God answered their faith and, and uh, completely well. And after three or four years, still well. Doctors had predicted that they'd be dead in a matter of three months. Another fellow had predicted he'd be dead in a month. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer from Ken and Lynette, the Health Food Devotions. On October 1, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the Broken Arrow campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food Devotions is a compilation of Kenneth Hagan's teachings on healing during his first year of prayer and healing school. To order, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99, 1-888-FAITH-99. 
Ask the operator for Kenneth E. Hagen's book, Health Food Devotions, for a discounted price of $12.75. That number again is toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. 1-888-FAITH-99. Order online by December 19th and have your product in time for Christmas. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help with finances, marriage, and work. So write in or email us. Become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. If you're in our area, come, come visit. and visit the church. Yes. But hey, right now, we have one of the greatest displays of Christmas lights. Oh, absolutely. That you're going to find anywhere. People come in here from Missouri and Arkansas and Texas and, Texas and Kansas and all over That's to right. come down and see the Rama lights. Uh, we, over two million over lights. Over two Life million lights. Uh, we've been listed with some of top the ten. top ten is one of the top ten. Uh, displays yes. in the whole U.S. Yes, that's and right. you want to come see it, we're right here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at 1025 West Kenosha Street in Broken Arrow, that's Oklahoma. Right. 110 acres with I don't know yes. how many buildings. and I mean, it is something to see. Absolutely. I mean, over in the park, we got a bridge that's got, I think they said it had 64,000 lights on, LED lights on it. And they're all set to music. music yes. And then there's a whole bunch of characters and all things right on the mm -hmm. other side. And it's all set to music. And it is something else to see. So I want to invite you to come see that. Don't forget to call 1-888-FAITH-99 to get Kenneth E. Hagen's book, Health Food Devotions, for $12.75. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue to bring you the very best of Kenneth E. Hagan. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.